Welcome to Major League Nutrition, the place where professional athletes come to get advice on how to up their game. I'm your host, Nicole Chouinard. I'm an award-winning registered dietitian with a master's degree in nutrition and fitness and a bachelor's degree in nutrition and dietetics. I'm a performance nutrition educator and consultant at the professional athlete level, and I work with the most amazing clinicians, educators, chefs, and game changers in Boston who specialize in healthy lifestyle, food, medicine, nutrition, sports, coaching, and behavior change research. I've successfully coached thousands of clients to get to their health and fitness goals, including weight loss, weight gain, energy, metabolism, supplement use, drug-induced nutrient depletions, travel, getting to their PR, marathon training, emotional eating, understanding calorie needs are different for pitchers than they are for hitters, endurance versus strength, meal planning, technology to help with tracking, myth-busting exercise and nutrition information, handling positive and negative social cues, and not letting their own thoughts get in the way of their success. The weekly episodes in this podcast are here to bring you a combination of educational interviews with the most fascinating experts I know in health, fitness, and sport, as well as science-backed real answers to your nutrition, health, and fitness questions. The Major League Nutrition Show is free to listen to and can be found on any app that supports podcasts. The best compliment you can give to the show is to let others know about it, subscribe, and send your own questions, including sponsorship requests, to LLC at gmail.com. And you can also follow me on Instagram at MajorLeagueNutrition. For even more information, you can always visit MajorLeagueNutrition.com. On today's episode, I interview Hillary Hutchinson, a very well-known health and fitness expert and entrepreneur in the Boston area, New York City, and now El Salvador. She helps people heal the past so they can embody the highest version of themselves, find peace of mind, greater vitality, and build the life they truly desire. She started her career as a fitness instructor. That's how I met her, actually. She taught me how to be a fitness instructor a long time ago. And although she was living an incredibly healthy lifestyle, she suddenly fell severely ill. For years, she thought this was purely a physical struggle, but she continued getting worse no matter what she did to help. It wasn't until she started to address her past and heal her inner child that her physical body was able to heal too. She always said her health health crisis would be worth it if she could help others with what she learned along the way. She's got about 58 certifications, you know, yoga, fitness, stretching, Ayurveda medicine with food and everything. Um, She's super dynamic in that she can learn it all and teach it all and put it all together for you. She never, she, she never imagined she would learn more about the mind and spirit than the physical body. And now as a spiritual life coach and retreat owner, 
Um, she helps clients heal their past and find balance in their mind, body, and spirit. And she's always amazed at the beautiful transformations and the power of coaching. And she truly feels grateful that she gets to do this for a living and is honored to be guiding all of you today. And me too. I learned a lot from speaking to her. Um, so much so that I needed to make our our discussion into two episodes. So lucky you, you get two episodes with Hillary Hutchinson. Um, and all of her contact info is going to be in the show notes. So stay tuned and learn and maybe even start to heal. Hey everyone, thanks for waiting. Here's part two of my interview with Hillary Hutchinson. Tell us about your retreat center. I think this is fascinating and I was looking at your website and it just looks so relaxing. Yes, I know. We actually have a good sized family here right now. There's 12 people and um, they were just telling me like, how lovely it is and they just they're like it's just so peaceful and calm and he's like we're actually laughing all the time but we're so relaxed you probably can't hear us (laughs) (laughs) so we have a five-bedroom retreat center that's on a private beach so when you go out to the beach you don't see any other people you're just there (laughs) by yourself pretty much um there are some other houses on the beach but the the people in El Salvador don't really go to their beach houses so we generally only see people on New Year's and Easter and other than that the beach is like totally quiet it's really interesting. Um, yeah it's really yeah it's it's hot here though and most of them live in San Salvador which is about 45 minutes away and the because it's so much higher in elevation it's about mm-hmm. 10 to 15 degrees cooler than it is here. So oh, they just nice. like to stay in their cool climate and don't come down to the beach. So and then we also 80 degrees because it's 95 where you are. Yeah, it's usually 90, generally 90 at least every day. It depends on the season. <laughs> So sometimes it's 93 and sometimes it's 88 um, but it is always nice and warm here um, it only rains at night here in the rainy season so that's actually really nice the weather never interferes with your plans um, we have five bedrooms here and then we're also managing the house next door which is another house that's six bedrooms mm. so sometimes we do big retreats we have one in february that we're using both properties for um so there's multiple options and we really do specialized retreats so everything we do is customized roberto's a great chef and so he customizes the menu to exactly what your food preferences, allergies, all of that stuff is. And then there's so much to see in El Salvador that, you know, activity wise, we like to see they have everything they need to have a good time. They just need to sit on a call with us for about 30 minutes to an hour, depending on how many people are in the group and what are the food preferences and allergies 
what is your life like at home? So we get an idea of stress levels and things like that. Are there any injuries, health problems? What kind of wellness services do you want? Do you want any healing work? Or I do cacao ceremonies and fire ceremonies and different things like that. There's just kind of like getting a good idea of what they're looking for. And then most people don't even care. They don't even care what the plan is. They just show up. And we have everything planned for them so that they can just lay back, relax and know that they're going to be taken care of and have a good time. So can you tell just by looking at someone what they might need help with? Uh, Generally, I mean, there's a lot I can tell about a person through like Ayurveda. With that, you're looking at people's like the elements that make them up so you can kind of see what what might be out of balance for them and how to yeah, nurture how, them better. How do you figure that out? Um, I, I really don't know <laughs> much about it, but I've always known that it, it could be really helpful. It was really the best idea to get the, the total picture of it. But generally what I do to look at people, the tiny, tiny bone structure tends to be vata, medium bone structure is pitta, and the big bone structure is kapha. So vata is air, pitta is fire, kapha is earth. So it's kind of like, it becomes very logical. Um, Yeah. So, (laughs) so somebody that's like really well-known Kafa is Oprah Winfrey. She's the earth type. So she's got a big bone structure, right? Mm -hmm. She has more like wavy hair. She has really big round features, Mm -hmm. oily skin. The tone of her voice sounds like she has more earth in her, right? They usually have like a deeper, a boisterous voice. I also look at hands, the big lumberjack hands. So she's the earth, kapha. Kapha, okay. So with them, like their their downfall when they're out of balance is lethargy. They get lazy. Okay. They, they're very... Um, it's hard to picture cons- Oprah lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I would consider them like a bear in their den and they don't want to come out they get Mm. like stubborn they just want to eat like heavy foods fried foods creamy dairy foods yeah um so it's like they need more stimulation and is that good for them to hibernate and have creamy foods no they really shouldn't eat those at all it's always gonna throw off their system they really need more spicy foods and like light foods. They need to eat basically like what the air types shouldn't eat because they need more air moving through them. They need the circulation, right? Like you think about anything that's moving, there's air helping it move. Yeah, they want to eat lighter things that aren't going to weigh them down and cause extra earth elements to come in. They are really creatures of habit. Mm-hmm. So they, it's hard to get them to step outside the routine. I have a client that's like pure kapha. He lives right next to a huge, he lives next to the Arboretum in, yeah. in Boston. He never goes. And really? I'm always like, oh, so dude, nice. you live across the street. Like, <laughs> go for a walk. <laughs> just get outside in nature and, like, go for a walk and, like, you know, but that would just be, like, so outside his daily routine that he won't go do it. Wow. So it's, it's hard to get them to step outside their comfort zone even more than anybody else. So it's, those are the, the types. that be? <laughs> the vata, the air type. So the air, I always call them the airheads because 
if they're out of balance or they're like, I don't know where my keys are. I don't know what I'm doing. Where am I going? What's going on? Like they're all over the place. Um, But on the good side of that, like they can change plans in the flip of a coin, you know, like the winds change and they're like, oh no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do this instead. And you're like, wait, what? (laughs) So, so it's kind of nice. It can be fun to be with them because they are like, easily adaptable they tend to be more creative they have thin bone structure they usually have like sharper features they they're really made of air and space so their skin tends to be dry like they have to moisturize uh hairs dry nails dry and brittle uh Mm. they would tend towards constipation um because there's no water right so everything's just drying (laughs) out (laughs) it's it's not a heavy influence in their body so So do they need to seek out more hydrating foods yeah and for them it's really about grounding them back down to earth so they want to eat root vegetables they want to eat stews and roasted vegetables soups uh Roberto is a vata and I mean it's 90 degrees here and he's making soup like three meals a day I'm like oh Oh my god God. so So hot (laughs) (laughs) so they really like their soups and our daily activities can throw us off on this stuff too so when you travel when you're up in an airplane where are you in air you're literally flying through the air And so it takes you all off course and that when you land is another time you should have a soup. We always have these elements at play. Um, You guys are, well, the Northeast is in Bata season right now, fall turning into winter, leaves are drying up, the winds are picking up, you know, right? So we have these elements outside of us and inside of us. So it's always about like finding what's out of balance and trying to bring it into balance. So with them, they're just so flighty that it's like, okay, how do we ground you down? And so so it's kind of like everyone has a piece of each aspect, but yeah, but a dominant one. Dominant features. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah. 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 And okay, like, I'm, I'm the fire. So uh-huh. I am Pitta. So pittas tend to have medium bone frame. They can hold muscle really easily. Um, They have like usually red hair or what also happens, they get premature gray or bald because Mm -hmm. there's so much fire. (laughs) It literally eats the color and then eats the hair. Um, So they tend to either be redhead, really early gray or bald. (laughs) Um, They have tend to have like light eyes and they it's a mixture of fire and water so if you really think about it it's steam so they tend to not need to moisturize their skin's like always kind of you know fine but their issues are they tend to have more inflammation in their body because it's fire right so well how do you um, calm that cooling foods raw foods so smoothies shakes salads juices anything that's a more cooling element so like even if you lived in a cold climate and you were a pitta you could still have hot tea but you use something like mint or fennel that's very cooling so Mm. there's always like different you know melons are cooling and different we have different spices that are cooling too 
So yeah. it's about kind of trying to figure out what that is um, for them. But yeah, I'm I'm all about my healing journey. My doctors, my acupuncturists, my nutritionists, everybody was trying to get me to eat cooked foods. And I was like so against it, but I did it for a while and it just made me so much worse. And I was like, I have too much fire guys like I just I don't feel good eating this it's not for me so um and then in human design it supported that my digestion is for cold foods so it says in the human design system it tells me not to eat foods warmer than my body temperature so um both systems back it up So I'm like, you know, but it does, it, it makes such a difference. And, you know, each season, like summer is pitta season. What does everyone naturally do? They naturally eat more fruit, right? Mm-hmm. More salads, more smoothies. Who wants to have smoothies in the wintertime? Not many people, unless you're living in I a do. pitta environment. <laughs> if you're living in a pitta environment like Florida, then you still want smoothies, right? I so. mean, I don't care what day it is. I want an iced coffee. And, <laughs> and people, for some reason, think that's weird. And I'm like, you don't drink hot water in in the wintertime, right? You don't go, oh, I need to heat up my water to drink it. You would drink it cold so what yeah why would that be any different with coffee coffee yeah I want to drink it right now is (laughs) (laughs) makes sense I like to drink it with a straw so I don't spill it on myself and (laughs) because I'm a multitasker and the fiery types aren't supposed to have caffeine or alcohol because they're both warming stimulating things well, we all need a little bit of something, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's all about balance, right? Like I it's always all about balance. Follow I'm... like the 80-20 rule and like just stick yeah. to what you should do 80% of the time and have that freedom to do what makes you happy 20%. <laughs> I know. And I, I always tell my clients, I'm like, okay, alcohol doesn't help you with anything except maybe saying hi to someone who you were afraid to say hi to. <laughs> but other than liquid courage yeah liquid courage (laughs) other than that physiologically or athletically it it literally helps nothing it only causes chaos but if you want a recommendation it's tequila (laughs) 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 i think i've said that before um because you know it's it tends to be pretty pure this is not a tequila commercial by the way (laughs) Um, but it doesn't affect the blood sugar as much and it doesn't taste great. So it's not something you would just suck down really fast. And yeah, that's my goal is if I'm going to have some alcohol, it's, it needs to be slow and steady because <laughs> apparently what you're telling me is I shouldn't be having it at all. Probably not. Probably not. I well, I mean, and I would say... <laughs> So the pittas, inflammation, too much heat, so they don't get constipated, they get diarrhea. And I find (laughs) most people (laughs) with uh, alcohol end up not being constipated after it's the opposite. (laughs) So that can be an indicator that if, you know, drinking alcohol is making you have hot symptoms afterwards, then 
it's probably a sign that your body really doesn't want it. I mean, it doesn't want it anyways, but <laughs> yeah. it can be fun. So it's like, yeah, just honoring. It's it's all about kind of tuning into your body and like all the subtle cues it's trying to give you because Ayurveda is more about preventing disease. I mean, it can reverse disease, but it's about preventing it. And if you keep your body in balance, then you don't have the accumulation that happens that starts to fester and then turns into disease later on. So Ayurveda has like seven stages of disease and in their system, they say, you know, like an American doctor won't know until like stage four or five at that point, it's too late. So it's like, you know, so they're all about focused on like keeping the body in balance based on your lifestyle. Cause even sports, if you're a Pitta, really shouldn't be running in the middle of the day when the sun's at its peak. Oh, that's so accurate. I I right in the middle of the day like the plague for any accident. Yeah. I'm like nope, ten to two. You know better. It's not right. Happening. Yeah. And so for that's so funny you said that. From ten to two is pit to time. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> so, uh, on the clock at the time of day that we're in different phases. For ten a.m. to 2 p.m. is pitta hours and 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. is pitta hours which is why at night what time do you wake up to pee 2 a.m. because (laughs) the pitta fire has digested everything and metabolized it and now it's done so 2 a.m. is like usually the bathroom break of the night if people have to go and then from 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. is the vata hours, the air, and 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. So that's why they say, like, your creative time should be in the afternoon to evening is, like, when you shouldn't be as structured. You should just kind of go with the flow more. Yes. You know, people are naturally right like that, right? You, you get yeah. hit that midday, 2 p.m., and you're just kind of, like, losing motivation. Well, you're now an airhead, and <laughs> you just don't have the focus and so in the morning they say if you if 6 a.m to 10 a.m is the cough of the earth hours 6 p.m to 10 p.m earth hours what are you doing at night settling down grounding Mm -hmm. down getting lazy right getting getting into sleep mode and in the morning if you don't wake up by 6 a.m to get up between 6 a.m. and 10 a.m. is going to be much harder because Earth's elements are at their heaviest. So it can make you more sluggish. So in Ayurveda, they really encourage you to get up by 6 a.m. because after that, it's going to be harder just with the Earth's energy. Wait, is that for a pitta or? No, that's everyone. This is is way like the clock works for everybody. 6 a.m. And that that kind of aligns with cortisol yeah yeah yeah. Hmm. so it's all interconnected all these systems tend to support each other's philosophies you know it's just different lens to look at it through yeah I feel I feel those shifts or or energies I should say more and more lately like in the morning I notice I really like to get work done and and I'm into it but then in the afternoon I'm like I really just want to go outside yeah 
and it doesn't necessarily have to be something active, but there has to be a shift of, of my environment of some sort. Um, and, and it's, it's not really a big meal time for me either. I've noticed eating in the middle of the day, I don't like doing it. It's not that I'm a meal skipper, obviously, but there's something about the energy. I'm kind of a, I'd rather eat lunch at two. It's that's funny now. Yeah. Isn't great. I'm like, no, I don't really want to eat until two. And, and then again at six. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So that's crazy. Yeah. It's one of those things that like I that's why I think like so many of my clients like once they understand it they end up loving it and it's like you end up nurturing people in the way because once you like know what they are like I know it's funny like my best friend is Vata Roberto's Vata so I'm generally surrounded by a lot of airhead energy and so, you know, if I know she's coming over, then I'm going to have something warm for her to eat. And like oh, one day so she, great. I love she came over and we went for a walk and it started getting really windy, which is going to just make their vata go even more overboard. So I was like, I think we should turn around now. <laughs> we, went back, <laughs> we went back home and like I made her a big soup and like got her like settled back down. And it's like, I don't tell anybody I'm doing this stuff, but it's just like, you know, you're just able to to nurture people in a way that's truly beneficial for them. So it's and you know how to work with them in different ways you know like I even helped Roberto he was doing sales he was uh, working for Audi and so I started teaching him Ayurveda to help him meet his clients better yeah because he's such an air airheads talk really really fast because they mm -hmm. you know like there's just <laughs> too much wind going through them and so if he meets up with like a kapha they're going to be put off with how fast he's talking. Right. Mm -hmm. And he's going to be annoyed by how slow they're talking. <laughs> so I was like, okay, th these are the signs and cues to pick up on. And like, this is what will like make them feel really good. <laughs> so it's just, it's a cool system. There's so much you can do with it. It sounds like it. So where would you recommend someone like me is there a book I can learn from that you like I feel like I'm trying to think one of I mean Deepak Chopra is like probably the most well-known Ayurvedic influence but I didn't read any all a lot of my learning came from living at a yoga ashram for a year We'd have guest speakers all the time. So I learned so much from workshops. And then in my Thai massage training, it's actually part of Thai mm. yoga massage because you're able to customize a massage based on somebody's Ayurvedic constitution. What? So that you're touching them in a way that's actually going to resonate with them better. And then Good you can example. like actually do like, so like, um, Pitta, I'll go with I'll go with the fiery types because that's what we are okay. is like <laughs> they're gonna like a more medium they're medium everything's medium they talk at a medium pace they move at a medium pace they're medium bone structure so it's better to go medium pressure now mm -hmm. pittas are very type a 
so they're gonna want like they're gonna be the no pain no gain like good just go in deep and it's like (laughs) no I I know that's what you want but that's not what you need so (laughs) but but if you went really slow you're gonna drive them insane because they're just gonna yeah. be like, oh my god, like, can you come, come on, come on? Because then wait, wait, start racing, and you're going, <laughs> yeah, what's happening? Yeah, Where so then <laughs> the fire is like getting impatient, right? Where a kapha, the earth type, wants you to touch them slowly, but that's gonna put them even more into sleepy time. So you actually need to be a little faster with them. And the air types, you really want to go slow and like try to ground them down. And so Thai yoga massage is different yoga positions that you're massaging them in. And so there's different yoga positions for each type. So you can customize the massage in a few different ways, um, just on what positions you're putting them in. Okay, I'm definitely going to look that up because I love getting <laughs> massages. Yeah. Yeah. Thai massage is great because it's like you do it with your clothes on, you're on a mat, it takes mm-hmm. like the awkwardness out of it. And because you're getting stretched and massaged in the stretch, it's really resolving issues much better than a traditional like Swedish or deep tissue massage. Right. Because you need the flexibility and mobility. And it's like mm-hmm. this is putting your joints in different positions. So you're literally getting massaged at a lot more angles and areas than you would just laying flat on a table. Which is, I think, how you should get x-rayed as well. In different. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. It doesn't make any sense to just... Just as a sidebar. Like... It makes no sense to be x-rayed in the position that you weren't injured in or don't feel... Yeah, like- and they really shouldn't even do it laying down. You should be standing. Yeah, you know, at least because when are you experiencing pain? Only when you're laying down flat. No, no, that's usually the least amount. Right. So it's like, why don't you X-ray me like in the actual position that causes pain, so we could see. Okay, so I'm definitely gonna look up Ayurveda now. I've heard it before (laughs) from from other yogis, and. I did I knew in the back of my mind I should get into it but I think now is the time and I'm I'm good with that I wanted just to just ask you a little bit more about your retreat and first of all you said you wouldn't have been there or you wouldn't be there now if it wasn't safe so how does one initiate coming to your retreat what is it called uh El Salvador retreat right. um so yeah. <laughs> well, at first we tried to name it Travel to Find Yourself and we found it just way too complicated and confusing. So words, yeah. we s- switched it over to El Salvador Retreat. Um, so that's the website too. And yeah, it's really just contacting us and, and exploring. Like we can just jump on a call. You can just email us back and forth, whatever works best. And finding making sure the dates you want we have available and then figuring out what you want and just because you call doesn't mean you have to commit so if you're just kind of curious and want to chat like we're always happy to chat with people and see but yeah it's so safe here like I it's kind of funny like everything you read online is just you realize how much the news is twisted and altered Mm -hmm. once you (laughs) even about (laughs) 
you know, certain parts of Boston or Florida, I'm like, okay, we've all heard of Florida man and how ridiculous he is or they are. But there's ridiculous people absolutely everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. It just sounds funnier, I think, to say Florida man did this. (laughs) (laughs) But if it was like Boston man, you know, there's that Instagram account only in Boston and I follow it. And I I laugh every day because it's like Storo Drive, no matter what, on, what is it, September 1st, they say, don't your moving truck down. The U-Hauls. Every year, more than one person demolishes their truck on Storo Drive. So <laughs> it doesn't matter where you are. Every every place has Florida men. <laughs> it's just funnier Very when there's alligators involved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well there's alligators here yeah <laughs> i've only seen one um but they, they don't want to be yeah. seen this is so great i'm glad you found your happy place that makes me yeah. happy knowing that because i know personally that i have felt drastically different in different environments and countries and I know I have a, a French name. It's the only time I've been to France. I felt so at home. I don't know how to explain what that feeling is, but I just felt like <laughs> this is where it just felt so familiar. And yeah, that might sound cliche, but I'm so excited to go back there at some point and feel that again. And I've been to places and felt like, I really shouldn't be here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I feel like that about Texas. Every time I've gone to Texas, I'm like, I don't like this energy here. Like, it's just, I don't, it's not, no. (laughs) It's just such a strong, this isn't my place. So it depends on the part of Texas. You'd probably like Austin but you might not like the border. No, there's there's just something. Like, I used to work for the San Antonio Spurs, and I was in San Antonio, and I was in Austin. I did their time massage. <laughs> um, yeah. And I had to fly to Houston a couple months ago, and I spent, like, a few days there, and I just had the same energy everywhere. It's just, like, not it's too it's, brown. It's, too, it's like, vibe. it feels very soulless to me. There's something weird about the energy there um but that's just for me you know like everyone's different so we all that's a good point we all vibrate at different frequencies so we're all you know attracted to different areas I'm curious as to know why you would feel that way and you know why I feel good or bad in (coughs) different places but I feel like that would take weeks to figure out at least (laughs) But then- um, there's an element of that in human design. Oh. It, it tells you if you're meant for like shores, wow. mountains, valleys, mm. um, caves, <laughs> kitchens, Jeez. markets. Um, no, it's not. It's it doesn't mean literally in a cave, but just right. smaller spaces. But yeah, Roberto is a mountain person, mm-hmm. and I am a valley person. <laughs> so, um, and you get both uh, in El Salvador. Yeah, that's the great thing. Like, it's such a small country. It's the same size as Massachusetts. And, Mm -hmm. you know, from here, if we drive an hour and a half that way, we're in with the monkeys and the alligators and, like, an estuary. 
if we drive an hour a different way, we're up in the volcanoes and the rainforest and waterfalls. We drive 45 minutes, we're in a ma major city, like down in a valley. You have it all. So we really like have it all here. Yeah. Yeah. It's per I think that's why we like it so much because Roberto and I love going on adventures. So it's mm -hmm. nice to just be able to go on a short drive and be in like a totally different area with lots to see and do and have a lot of fun so are there any you know first for people thinking now I need to go on this retreat with Hillary and Roberto are there any um customs that Americans should be aware of that they you know <laughs> Are, are different or you mentioned I'm, I'm laughing because the first thing that came to my mind is that like all the guys pee on the side of the road here which I find <laughs> like <laughs> the president's like lecturing people now I think they're just gonna start finding them for doing that but like it is super common here yeah, people <laughs> are gonna slip off the road and, and break their ankles <laughs> so, their left ankle uh, their right that's ankles a, yeah that's a strange custom <laughs> um the currency here is bitcoin or the u.s dollar so that's great that you don't have to exchange any money to come uh that's you just need your regular great. Yeah, you just need your passport. There's no COVID or vaccine requirements. Um, everything's We're over pretty that. normal. Yeah, <laughs> it's done and over with. Yeah, there's not not much to know. There's definitely different foods here. Um, they have this thing called pupusas that they're really well known for. Oh, yeah. What's a pupusa? Everyone's, in case someone doesn't know. Um, what a, and what so, but different yeah they'll they'll put whatever inside they put meat and veggies and different things inside of them and they yeah. can be made out of rice or corn mm -hmm. so so both are gluten-free um, naturally yeah I, I mean the country's a pretty gluten-free place honestly yeah. it's a lot of corn and sugarcane normal veggies lots of tropical fruits that are always changing and fruits that you can't generally even buy like you just have to find wild like we have two cashew trees and oh, so like I I've mean when our cashew tree <laughs> yeah when our cashew fruits are blooming like I mean we just have so many I mean Bodhi loves them my dog eats them all the time <laughs> like really he's all, always eating them um but like they're just falling from the trees in such a large amount that like we can't even keep up with them and oh gosh, you can't you can't the buy them at the fruit stands so <laughs> it's it's I mean you can buy cashews but you can't buy the fruit it's um yeah it's it's fun there's always different fruits and even like different parts of the country they really don't travel with their produce so mm -hmm. up in the mountains they grow different fruits than we have down at the beach and so yeah. if you want those fruits you literally have to go up to the mountains they won't I am like intrigued by the fact that they don't drive them like an hour away to fruit stands to yeah. sell more. Well, you're an entrepreneur. I don't. <laughs> I see another business for you. I don't need any more. Or maybe but, someone who comes on your retreat is looking to create hmm. a, a side hustle or. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's actually what's really cool down here is that like it doesn't take a lot. It's really about sweat equity to get things started here and it's not a super that. expensive place to be 
And so it's been a lot of fun to be here for a year and see like even the locals, like how they just had like a tiny little shack and now they have like a full blown restaurant because it's just like people just slowly build and and there's no real like permits or regulations needed so they literally set up a shack on the side of the road and then like as they get more money buy chickens and then they'll have eggs and then they'll have cows and you know like it's just it's fun to like see people blossom and grow there's a lot of opportunity here to do different things and there's a pretty good expat community here of like americans living here and because of bitcoin a lot of people like our next door neighbors are from naples they just moved here a couple months ago and that's been really fun because they're doing a lot of like community involvement improvement projects so it's been nice to be able to team up with them and and try to help the stray dogs and you know do do all the the good-hearted things to help lift up the community and support people so we have a well, beach cleanup tomorrow to ah. with the, the beach and we're doing another one as a retreat the first weekend in December. We're having a huge like beach cleanup retreat all weekend long where all the sea turtles come to nest. And so we are constantly releasing baby sea turtles. We released them yesterday. Um, oh, and I know someone who wants to witness that. It's so cool. Like now they they come up on the beach in like the middle of the day. So you get to watch the whole like birthing process and burying the eggs and everything. And then we have a turtle rescue um, project on the beach. So we actually dig up the eggs and then bury them in a safe space so they won't get eaten. And then then we release them. They take 45 days to hatch. It's like clockwork. They literally come out in 45 days. I put it on my calendar. (laughs) (laughs) it's turtle o'clock and each each turtle is about a hundred eggs a hundred yeah what yeah the last one of them you usually make it well most of them make it to birth but it's only one in a thousand that survive as like once they're put into the sea so when we release them we like give them names and we start cheering them on (laughs) (laughs) giving them as much goodness as we can to like encourage them (laughs) yeah it's really it's a lot of fun we love it but it is like a special thing that we love to have for our guests to be able to because there's only like two months a year that the turtles aren't nesting so yeah yeah, it's cool that's so much to look forward to so how okay so I want to make sure everyone knows how to find you and how to sign up for your so, or a retreat re- retreat you can create your own basically so yeah you're really what's the best creating way? your own just go to our website www.elsalvadorretreat.com um we're also on facebook and instagram same handles el salvador retreat and yeah you can just send us a message and we're happy to chat you can book stuff online too so if you just want to like book a room and do your own thing on the property you can do that we kind of offer things as either package or a la carte or 
people can just rent the property and do their own thing without us. <laughs> so it's really customized. It's exactly what you want. <laughs> Love it. I will link Hillary's website and contact info in the show notes. She also has a website, healingwithhillary.com, and it's spelled H-I-L-E-R-Y. I'm so excited. I, I'm glad <laughs> we reconnected at this time. I feel like it was the right time. I've been <laughs> I've been non-creepily watching you on Facebook <laughs> over the years. How many years has it even been? I don't know. I think it's um, been like 20 years. No. No? Maybe 15. Yeah? Something like that. Pretty close, yes. But I think this I, is the second conversation of many to come between us in because we have so much in common. The stuff we don't have in common is is the best parts. Yeah. Thanks, Hillary, and say hi to Joe for me. I haven't met him yet. Okay. Holly's <laughs> really great. And um, say hi to your neighbors from Naples. And yeah. I will, I'll put this all together so everyone can find you. And I hope you have a great weekend. Awesome. You too. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Hey guys, if you know me at all, you know, I love to start my day with strong, good quality, organic coffee. I'm a big iced coffee drinker, mainly because of two reasons. One, I don't like to wait for things. And two, there's no way I'm letting my coffee stain my teeth. Therefore, I have to give a shout out to Alice, the creator of my new favorite straw, Sipify. We met in the Boston Businesswomen Inner Circle group and clicked instantly. Basically, she wrote to the group about her new product, the Sipify straw, a straw that you can safely drink hot or cool beverages with that's made of stainless steel and food-safe silicone. I told her I thought her product was not only helpful to prevent yellow teeth, the main reason she invented this straw was actually to solve her problem of whitening her teeth at the dentist and then wanting to drink hot, not iced coffee afterward, which didn't make sense. She needed a straw for that. Alice told me her dentist suggested she switch to iced coffee so she could drink it with a straw and prevent staining her teeth. But she likes her coffee hot and you can't put a regular straw in a hot drink. Ugh. So what's a girl to do? She literally invented a straw. This woman is amazing. The Sipify straw not only prevents stains, but it cools hot beverages just a bit as you sip, so you can sip comfortably. Since I got my Sipify, it's my favorite way to drink coffee. The sleek blue straw is easy to clean and to travel with because it comes with a cleaning tool and case to maximize efficiency. So you can just tuck it all right in. And oh, it's especially shaped to fit into the sip hole of a to-go lid, which is perfect for people like me who know they're going to dribble coffee all over your white work shirt in the car when you tilt your head back to take a sip. I've done that so many times, but with Sipify, there's no need to tilt your head back and lose your vision of the road while driving, so it's safe too. And no more spilling when you're drinking on the go in general. You could be walking around. One more very cool thing about Sipify, they also donate Sipify straws to people living with Parkinson's. These people often drink exclusively from straws, and now thanks to Sipify, people with swallowing issues can drink hot coffee and tea again. As a medical professional, this melts my heart because another amazing benefit is the possibility of Sipify straws decreasing chances of aspirating. The unique design of the straw lets you finally control the amount of liquid and the velocity of each sip making it easier for people with swallowing issues to drink safely. 
If you're interested in purchasing a Sipify straw for yourself or for a loved one, I mean, hey, why not use it to prevent tea stains while drinking red wine too? They come in a two-pack, one regular size and one travel size, and the cleaning device. You can buy your straws by heading over to Sipify.me, that's S-I-P-I-F-Y dot M-E, and enter code Nicole, N-I-C-O-L-E, to get 10% off your entire purchase at checkout today. You've just listened to the Major League Nutrition Podcast with your host, Nicole. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Check out our next episode by subscribing now so you'll get the updates. And as always, visit us at MajorLeagueNutrition.com and follow us at Major League Nutrition on Instagram.